Hello, all my beautiful people. It is time once again for another amazing episode of If You Give a Dad a Podcast. So this week I have with me Philip Douthit. He is a men's marriage mentor. Um, He is a really cool guy. I'm glad that I was able to bring him on. He brought some really cool and interesting new um, viewpoints to the show that we've never had here before. So I'm very excited about having him on, and I look forward to having this show be presented to you guys to where you can hear it as well. And for all those people who are here just to hear the Philip Douthit episode, welcome. And I hope you like what you hear, and I hope that you stick around for some of the other great episodes that we have here. Go back and look at some of the old ones, or just stick around for some of the new ones as well. So, if you guys are as excited as I am, then let's get this show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast. Hey, Dad. Get back in your car. Go. <laughs> get out of here. You can't be here. I wasn't about to call you Dad, so. <laughs> Seriously? Just for the, you know, the work rate, brother. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. She said he looked like an old piece of leather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Supernatural, which is by far one of my favorite shows, and I will be talking a lot about Supernatural. I will be quoting Supernatural. Bro! I just remember, because they also, everybody, whenever they came to the ring, goes, (laughs) What? Okay, before I get started, you ever had a design in mind, and you wanted to put it on a shirt, or a hat, or a cup? but you just didn't know who to go to, well, come on over to R&L Designs where they make all of your custom needs come true. They make custom hats. They make custom shirts. They make custom mugs. They even do the tumblers and the glass mugs as well. They do key fobs even. They have great prices and they have a reasonable turnaround time. If you need anything custom, these are the people that you need to hit up today. You can find them on Facebook, and that is at R&L Designs. You can also find them on Instagram at R&L Designs19. They have a Facebook page. They have an Instagram page. They update it regularly with new products. You can also message them if you have something in mind. Hit them up today for all of your custom needs. Give them a like. Give them a follow. All right, everybody. So today I have with me a guy that I discovered through an ad on Facebook. And he was talking about, you know, being a man or being a man that your wife deserves and being a man that you can be. And, you know, I really enjoyed hearing what he had to say. So I reached out to him and, um, I was able to get through and now I have him on my show and I am very excited to have him. He is a men's marriage mentor and that is Philip Douthit. Man, how are you doing today? I'm doing quite well, Jared. How are you tonight? Doing really well. Just, uh, you know, settling down for the night, getting ready to do my show. Yep. I can relate, man. I'm sitting in the air conditioned comfort. How about you? Uh, I'm I'm sitting in a uh, room that's a little less uh, warm than outside. (laughs) 
<laughs> gotta get that AC fixed, man. That's right. Yep. We're working on it. Um, this last episode that I recorded, I actually told the whole story of what's been going on and it's been a mess. Um, we went with a, um, home warranty company and they're not wanting to pay their end of the deal now. So that's where we're at. Yep. I can relate. I've never paid for the warranty on any appliances ever because if something breaks, I can just go buy a new one or call up the service guy to come and fix it in less than a day and call it good. <laughs> I might spend a little bit more, but Hey, it's a lot less hassle. It is a lot less hassle. And I, I think we're about ready to just say, you know what, we're just going to, uh, eat the cost ourselves. Yep. Been there, done that. Yeah. So the reason why I have you on here today is to talk about this wonderful thing that you have created. You are a men's marriage mentor. Can you kind of tell me a little bit about what that means? Yeah, absolutely, Jared. So I, I gave myself the, uh, the self-proclaimed men's marriage mentor several years back. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been doing this many years where I help men renew their failing marriages while creating a meaningful legacy. And they go hand in hand, you know, there's, there's, uh, you know, what I, what I refer to as the, the ability to renew a relationship, but it has to go along with every other aspect of life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because so many men, they think, oh, I just, I just need to renew my, my marriage and everything else is great. And I'm like, no, no, pump the brakes, hold up here. Because it's not just what you do in your marriage that makes a difference. But it's what you do in every other aspect of your life that makes a difference. And so part of my mission is to help men understand and see and realize that, hey, it's not just how you treat your wife or how you interact with her. It's what you also do in all the other aspects of life that she's going to hear about. She's going to see. She's going to notice. She's going to feel everything that you do in your work life, the way that you interact with neighbors, the way that you interact with family members. Words going to get around the way that you interact online, especially social media. Word is going to get around about you back to her, right? So you have to understand that everything that you do in life has some sort of impact on your marriage, but your marriage is the hub, so to speak, right? So it's the hub. It's it's the, the center of the wheel, right? And all the other spokes that come off of that hub are the other aspects of your life, whether it's you as a parent, as an employee, as a business owner, depending on what you do for your career, um, as a friend, as a neighbor, as somebody who gives back to your church, as somebody who gives back to your community, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. those different spokes of your life all revolve around what? The hub, the relationship you have with your wife, where you lay your head down every single night next to that beautiful woman that you said you're going to spend the rest of your life with. That's where everything starts. That relationship you have right there with her. At the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, it starts and ends with her, that relationship right there. Mm-hmm. And everything, you know, is is spun off of that. Can you kind of dive into that a little, a little bit, you know, because I know that, like you said, yes, especially a lot of things that uh, there's a big issue for a lot of men that I've noticed is the internet gets them in trouble a lot because they act like a completely <laughs> different person when it comes to the internet. And I think that's a problem that a lot of people have with they're not their self when it comes to social media and things of that nature. So I refer to that as the faulty facade, right? So you, you put on a faulty facade for those who are 
watching you or looking at you, right? Mm -hmm. So people put on a faulty facade online. And you know what? I'm guilty of that. I'm sure you're guilty of that. Everybody is guilty of that to some extent. Right. Right. They, you know, I, I've talked to people that are very, very genuine. I know them in real life. And these, some of these guys are heavy hitters. You know, they're, they have huge followings, hundreds of followers, hundreds of thousands of followers. Um, they make millions a year. Whatever. I know that some of these people, I've got their personal cell phone numbers. I know their kids. Right. Yeah. So I see them on a day to day not really day to day, but I see them in their real life, like off of social media. Yeah. Okay? And then I see them on social media and I can tell you that some of them are very genuine, mm -hmm. both online and in personal life mm -hmm. and some are not. Okay. So what I always try to understand or uh, try to make my, my clients understand is that, look, your wife is watching you. She's, she's looking for you as the husband, as the leader of the family, as the man, as the father of her children, in, in most cases, you know, sometimes they're, they have different fathers, whatever the case right. may be. Right. But she's looking at you to step up and lead the relationship in a positive, loving, genuine uh, direction. Mm -hmm. But if you're putting on a faulty facade for all the world to see and your wife gets what's left over, the fake, you know, the world gets the fake stuff and, and your wife gets the the real genuine, like bitter or angry or resentful you. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's a conflict of interest in life. It is. And that's just not going to fly very well. Right. So that's why, like going back a little bit, a few minutes here, that it's not just what you do in your relationship. It's what you do in every other aspect of your life, because guaranteed your wife's going to see that. Yes. So you were saying something there and it, it made me think of this. Um, whenever, What's that? You, well, I, you were talking about how your wife gets that that side of you, that negative side of you. And a lot of times you see that with people who, when they do put on that fake facade that's out there online, a lot of times those are the people that, and this maybe this is just a generalization from my own personal opinion, but a lot of times those are the people who are trying to hide something that they are miserable about in their own life. So are you getting towards the idea that, you know, those who can't do teach, is that kind of what you're saying? Uh, I, no, not so much. I, I, I guess it's more just me being cynical and saying that, you know, these people, they try to put the best, the best face out there that they can. Best and, foot forward kind of deal. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, a lot of times it's those that seem the happiest on social media and stuff that um, are actually having the most issues and stuff. And I've noticed, even with me, whenever I take a step back from social media and just enjoy my time with my family, I'm not posting pictures, I'm mm -hmm. not you know, mm -hmm. updating my status all the time, that's when I'm having the best time. When I'm not trying to let everybody see, oh, we're, we're great, we're awesome. When I just get in the moment and enjoy it, that's when it's the best. Yep, you're you're being completely present in the moment. Yep, that's that's when you're you're really going to feel the genuine joy and happiness that the world has to offer. I'm gonna do a little bit of a humble brag if that's cool with you. That's fine. So I've had countless clients over the years, more than I can ever remember, tell me that what drew them to me and want to work with me is I seem like a genuine dude or genuine guy or the real deal or whatever. And 
I take that as a personal compliment. I really do. I had lunch. I flew to Colorado last week. My my best friend lives out in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So I flew out to meet with him. And while I was there, I met one of my clients in person. Mm. I brought him a you know a couple gifts. He he gave me a beautiful handmade, like he made this. He made three of them. And one of them he gave to me, a handmade uh American flag cutting board. Oh wow. And it's beautiful. It's smooth. It's, he's got multiple different types of wood in there. He's got epoxy for the stars. Like it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I even put a picture of it, of him and me, and the picture of the cutting board inside of my, my private Facebook group. But anyway, um, and, and my point is one of the things that drew him to want to work with me was, hey, you you seem like a genuine guy. And I take that, like I said, to to heart because so many men they they just they want to post the cool things on in life on you know on social media to really attract people to them or whatever the case may be right right and i'm like that that might work for some people but for me i can't do that man jared i can't do that yeah i would never be able to do that because i couldn't look look myself in the mirror at the end of the day if i put on a faulty facade for all the world to see but so many men are doing that they're hiding they're lying they're not just lying to themselves, but they're lying to every, everyone else and all the other people around them. Mm-hmm. But when you lie to all the everyone else, what does that do to your heart and soul? It, it destroys you. Exactly. It eats you from the inside out. Yeah. So that's why I, I don't just teach my clients what they have to do, when to do it, why they're doing it, how they're doing it. Mm-hmm. But I live it. I breathe it. I do it every single damn day myself mm-hmm. because if i didn't i couldn't relate to my clients i couldn't attract the the guys that i want to work with right i couldn't build the following that i have i couldn't build the business that i have over the last decade if i did that right so i, I my, my my words of encouragement to all of you all of you listening mm-hmm. be real all the time like I have this phrase that I talk about inside of um, a couple of my programs is called experience the experience. All right. Right. Experience the experience. It's okay to have the emotions that you go through in life. If you're sad, feel the sadness. It's okay. If you're excited, feel that. Yeah. If you're angry, feel that. Don't try to suppress it. Feel it, live it, breathe it. It's okay. You're yeah. human. You have emotions. Let them out. If you try to suppress them, all you're going to do is be lying to your own heart and soul. You're trying to suppress that. And I, w- I will agree. In, in, in some cases, there's a time and a place for that. Right. But when you can release that, man, let it out. Because if you don't, you're just going to be angry at yourself. You're just making and that's yourself not, miserable. Exactly. You're going to make yourself miserable. And that's not a healthy place for you to draw energy from you know i'm not trying to sound woo woo when i say that you know (laughs) but that's not a that's not a encouraging place that you want to be in and you know the mindset that you want to be in yeah if you're willing to you know put yourself out there if you're the one that wants to you know attract your your clients depending on what you do for for work right Mm -hmm. or you know even if you want to attract the type of people around you friends around you right you if you put out the wrong type of energy so to speak they're not going to want to be around you well they they might be around they might want to be around you 
but for the wrong reasons because right. you're putting out the wrong type of 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 energy so to speak that you're that that's drawing them towards you and then you're just living a lie and a lot a lot of guys do that that's why i'm saying don't lie like yeah. one of my one of my mentors he's he's pretty hardcore he's you can edit this out if you want to. Fine. <laughs> he he says stop fucking lying mm-hmm. all the time. He says that a lot. Okay. But so many guys do that. They 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 lie so much. And I'm like, hey, be real. Be real with what's going on in your heart and soul. And if you can do that, you will attract the type of relationship between you and your wife. Yeah. That's going to be genuine. That'll last for for years because it's not what you do. You know in 10 years mm-hmm. it's about what you do now in the present to work on that foundation right and then build off of that so that's why i tell my clients don't live in the past you can't change it we all know this right. we all know that mm-hmm. but it's what you do now in the present that influences the future and if you can build that you know that foundation here in the present off of genuine pure you know, love and joy and excitement and connectedness. Yeah, man, that's killer. Nobody can touch that. Right. And you know, uh, going back to one of the things you said there, uh, I know if, cause I've been guilty of that, trying to be somebody that I'm not, you know, I, I think we, we all have, don't hold yourself to, yeah. you know, don't, don't hold yourself against you. What's the word I'm saying? We've all done that before, right? right. So don't hold it against <laughs> yourself. Yeah. Don't hold it against yourself. Yeah. Yep. And so, you know, but in the end, it, I know that you almost feel when you feel like a fraud, you know, and you don't even like sometimes being around your own self whenever you're not being yourself. And so, and that carries over when it comes to your spouse. So I, man, yep. what yep. you're saying here, it, that makes total sense. You know, because you, like you said, um, what did you call it? Uh, a wheel. Uh, the hub, you mean? The, like the, the hub, hub of the wheel? That's it. Yes, the hub of the wheel. Yep. You know, um, everything that goes into that. Um, so uh, you're talking about this. How did you actually get started into doing this? Like, uh, what was your aha moment, I guess, where you're like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. Well, that's uh, <laughs> an inter- interesting story, so to speak. All right. Well, you know, many years back, my wife and I were going through some major challenges in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, for lack of better terms, said, you need to get your stuff together or I'm done. Like, she's out. So when when you're with that type of challenge in life, mm-hmm. we're sitting right there in front of you. It really wakes you up. Yeah. And so many men, they they don't see it coming. And I was guilty of that myself. And so I had to figure out what do I need to do? But so many men, they go into the same type of mindset that I went into. We're, we're the fix it type of mentality. Most men are. You know, most men, they try to fix it. And they use, you know, psychologically the left hemisphere of their brain. Okay. And the, the left hemisphere says, I need to fix it. You know, if the, if the, if the, uh, the tire's flat, replace the tire. If the brakes are squealing, you put new pads and rotors on it, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the fix it mentality. Right. And they apply that mentality to the emotional aspects of a marriage, and they're just met with resentment. Mm-hmm. 
and resistance from their wife. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's just not a healthy place to tap into when you're trying to renew a relationship. But, but so many men, they just don't know what to do, or how to go about it. And so they tap, that's, they tap into what they know, which is that fix it mentality. Right. Right. And I did the same thing when I was faced with those challenges with, with my wife. And like I say, I had to renew the relationship without destroying it simultaneously, <laughs> which is unfortunately what too many men do. Yeah. And, you know, you do the typical things like I'm, I know you can't see me right now, but I'm over here. I've got my, my big uh, bookshelf over here on my left side. And, you know, I've got all, I read all the books, right? All the renew my marriage or save my marriage or how not to destroy mm-hmm. my marriage books that everybody goes to Amazon and spends 10, $20 a book and, and buys them or they go to the library and buy them. Right. <laughs> and, and what I, what I discovered is that guys do this because that's, that's what they think is right. Yeah. But but what happens is it gives them the false sense of accomplishment. And when they have this false sense of accomplishment, they're like, Oh, all right, I'm going to go try this. This book said to do this. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to go, tr- I'm going to go do this. And this book said to try that. And this book said to do this. Mm-hmm. But what happens, Jared, over time, all these different books and all these different experts and all these YouTube videos that everybody watches and all these podcasts that people listen to and all these different bits of information and types of information that they consume, which I'm guilty of myself at, at one point, mm-hmm. they all start to conflict with one another. Yeah. And at that point, so many men, they're just, they're lost. They don't know what to do. They don't know where to go, how to go about it, what to say. And they just walk on eggshells. They're, they're so afraid that what they say or what they, they do is going to push their wife further away and it's going to make the situation worse. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And they just fall into this, this circular trap of fear and bitterness, um, doubt, insecurity, just like I did. So what I do with my clients is I say, Hey, look, first of all, chin up, we're going to work on this together. Let's make this happen. Right. And I, I guide them on what worked very well for me. And I'm going to do another little humble brag here, Jared. I'm going to say that we went through, we, my wife and I, we went through these challenges on the verge of divorce mm-hmm. before we even had children. Oh, So our children are literally living, breathing testimonies that what I went through, what I went through, they're living, breathing examples and testimonials that what I teach my clients works. Wow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what I can, what I can say or how, what I can do or how I can produce any better of a testimonial than that for my wife to trust me to be the children, the, the, the father of, of her children, our children. Mm-hmm. You can't beat that. Right. You can't beat that. No, you can't. And, and you know, it's an honor that, you know, we, we've, she chose me. I chose her. We stuck it out. We've been together, oh boy, 15 years. That's awesome. 15 years at this point. And I couldn't imagine my life without her or them. You know, yeah. The what, what we've built over the years. 
is is beautiful. You know, I've, I've I can't imagine if if I had just done what so many men do is they get bitter, they get angry, and they say, you know what, ah, screw her, I'm go, I, you know, I get another woman. Like, yeah, sure, you probably can. That's the easy <laughs> route. That's the easy route. But what I tell my clients a lot, you know, it's like the military. You have to endure the suck. Mm-hmm. Endure the suck temporarily. Because things, a lot of guys, when they come to my program, they have to realize that some things, or most of the time, those things that you're you're faced with, the challenges that you're faced with, mm-hmm. will get worse before they get better. But That's most you, things in life, though, right? There's a lot of truth to that, yes. Yeah. Yes, but if they if they continue to flail out of control and and have no game plan or roadmap or blueprint or however you want to phrase it, mm-hmm. they don't have that in front of them. They're just flailing in the air. And they're just led by insecurity and fear and doubt and they're just lost. And so that's why I tell everybody, I publicly announce this all the time, I'm not a counselor, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a priest. I'm a problem solver. You have a problem with this, with, with, with your wife, right? All these issues you have going on with your wife, I'm going to help you solve them. And I'm, I've got the roadmap to do that because I lived it. I breathe it every single day. Yeah. And spoiler alert for, for yourself, Jared, and all of your listeners. Yeah. You don't just wake up one day and say, oh, I'm in love. It's great. I'm just going to sit back and stretch and no, <laughs> you know what? Uh, I don't have to do anything else. I can just put my life on cruise control. No, no, absolutely not. Like there are things that you have to do on a daily basis. Yeah. In order to connect with your wife, in order to nurture and foster that relationship between the two of you. Right. But it comes down to a choice. You have a choice like i'm not saying you jared but no i know (laughs) if you're if you're going through the challenges of of a failing marriage Mm -hmm. like you have as the husband you have a a choice you can pick the one path which i call the right path you can pick the right path Mm -hmm. of following your wife down towards divorce or separation resentment anger bitterness breaking up the family raising the children in separate homes you could follow her down that path or the other choice you can draw a line in the sand right mm-hmm. and you can go down the left path and you can say you know what i'm not following her down that path anymore i'm going to lead there you go i'm not going to be a follower i'm going to be a leader i'm going to lead down that path of bringing the family together, reconciliation, demonstrating to the children what a true love is meant to be. Here's a question for you, Jared. Do you know why I say the husband chooses, if he's going to choose to lead, he chooses down the left path? Any idea why I say that? Um, no, why do you say that? <laughs> and no, it has nothing to do with the left left brain mentality or the fixer mentality. It's not, not that. All right. But I want you to take a look at your left hand. Yeah. Okay. That little that little ring on your left hand. That is going to be your motivation every single day that you get out of bed and you say, Oh, life's a challenge. Oh, I, I have like to that. endure the suck. My wife's throwing all kinds of curveballs at me. Yesterday she didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> she's she's talked bad about me to her her sister. Yeah. 
blah, blah, blah. Like you, you've got to endure the suck for a little while and it's going to get worse before it gets better. But you look at your left hand, you see that little, a little band on your left hand, whatever it is, gold, platinum, Tons maybe it's a tattoo. Maybe it's silicone. Doesn't matter. Yeah. That symbol right there is your motivation to push through all the challenges that you're going to face within your, your, your marriage, man. This is uh this is, this is really good stuff. And, uh, that's so, my first rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to give a quick shout out to my newest sponsor for the show, Manscaped. If you're anything like me and you get a little bit nervous when it comes to manscaping or trimming things on your body because you're scared that you might nick something or cut something off, then this is the product for you. Um, I know from experience that this works. They have the skin safe technology on the lawnmower 4.0 and I don't have to worry about having that problem anymore of hurting myself when I'm trying to manscape. So they have that along with many other products. I also have the weed whacker, which is good for getting the hair out of your ears and hair out of your nose. It's just great products. They work really well. The lawnmower 4.0 is actually waterproof, so if you would prefer to use that in the shower, you can. Um, it works amazing. If you guys want to, you can go to Manscaped and get 20% off plus free shipping if you use the promo code DADPOD20 at manscaped.com. Once again, like I said, go out, get these products. They actually work. I use them, and they work amazing. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code DADPOD20. I'm just sitting here listening to you, and you know I should be thinking of more things to say, and I'm just sitting here just absorbing what, you, what you're telling me and everything. You know, uh, I, I was raised in a, um, in a Christian home and everything, and it was very much a, you know, you, you do everything you can to not uh, make that marriage end and everything like that. And I am on my second marriage. And I, I believe that it was a blessing. My wife that I have now is best thing that could have ever happened to me. And I don't, Amen. Know, what I would, I don't know what I would do without her. Um, she's been amazing even when it comes to my son, you know, and that's not even her child, but she has been so amazing with him that she's brought him out of his shell in many ways that mm-hmm. I wasn't able to do as a dad, you know, so I am truly blessed to have her. And everything, but you know, uh, listening to what you're saying here and everything, uh, the thing is, is a lot of guys. I'm a millennial, so I know this. Uh, a lot of what people my age do is they take the give up route more than they do the work on it. They instead of taking the the left road, they take the right road a lot of times. And, the, um, the joy in life is not found in the easy route. The no, joy no. in life is is facing the challenges and coming out the other side and saying, I did it. Right. And that's the thing is I, I feel that it's become almost a mentality for people my age. It's just it's sad. start over, you know, and it shouldn't be that way. Uh, a marriage is worth fighting for. Amen. You know, I'll be honest with you. You and I are, are pretty close in age. A lot of my clients are at least 10 years plus older than me. Really? A lot of them are. Yeah. Because they have, you know, you and I are both millennials ourselves. Mm -hmm. A lot of my clients are older Mm -hmm. and they have quite often a a different mentality 
where they're like, you know what? I've got to make this work. Mm-hmm. My vow is said till death do us part. Right. And and they're going to do whatever it takes to make the relationship, you know, come back together. Yeah. And they have to lead the charge. Yes. And, and a lot of men are what I refer to, and this is a, a term that I coined a few years back, they're a solo soldier. And a solo soldier is a man that's fighting alone to save his failing marriage with no support or cooperation from his wife. Mm-hmm. So it's up to them to carry the, the weight, so to speak, and lead towards reconciliation. Mm-hmm. And they're willing to put up the fight in order to make it happen. But you have to ask yourself when when you're making that type of decision, whether you're working with me or someone in the in my realm, is she worth it? Is she worth the challenges, the heartache, the pain, the money, the stress? And if any time the answer is no, then you've got to reevaluate. Right. But if she is, saddle up. Because it's going to be a long, hard road. And you've got to endure the suck in order to make it happen. Endure it comes the down, suck. Endure the suck, yeah. It comes down to uh, to to one thing, really. That's discipline. Mm-hmm. Do you have the discipline to do the work? Because it's not going to be easy. What's easy is giving up, walking away, signing the divorce papers, blah, blah, blah. That's easy. Right. It's easy to create a dating app on a, or a dating profile on an app. I don't know. I've never, I've never done it before, but I can't imagine it takes any more time than creating a Facebook profile or a LinkedIn profile. What, 10, 15, 20, what, half hour, whatever. Something like that. I I I will say dating at, um, I met my wife. I was 28 and I, I do not want to do that again. The dating <laughs> world at our age is awful. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to go back out in that shark-infested waters. No. No way. It's not worth it. No, it's not worth it. What is worth it? Fighting for your relationship and keeping exactly. your marriage and your together and showing your children that, hey, just because things get a little bit tough doesn't mean you just give up and walk away. Right. You know, and that's it's a sad aspect of our our millennial, you know, generation. I, it, that does bother me. Yeah. You know, I've been told many times, I don't know if you have yourself, but I've been told by, by many people growing up that I have an old soul. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, thank you again. Another compliment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I've, I've got the, the tenacity and the discipline to, to do the, the work necessary in order to get the result that I desire. Right. You know, and, and sometimes, sometimes I, I don't achieve it, but I'm going to damn well give it my best shot. <laughs> go down swinging, so to speak. There you go. Well, I, I don't know about you, but I, I kind of, um, for me, I do get that old soul confident and stuff. You do too? Awesome. I do. Man. Love it. Um, Love it. I was raised by an older generation though, as well. Um, my, my parents are pretty much the age of most people my age's grandparents my the dad, youngest i'm the youngest um, me too my, yep <laughs> my dad is 80 years old he'll be 81 in february you oh. know and there are things that my parents instilled in me that i don't feel are still taught to this day that should be you know um back when we were growing up 
people didn't divorce. That was unheard of. It was almost like, oh my goodness. You know, they actually did fight for what they had. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it. I, I don't know what you would attribute it to, but we don't have that taught to people anymore. And I think that, you know, with what you were saying with children and stuff, when you teach them, don't give up. A story I like to relate to um, not letting your children give up. We got two dogs. We got them at the exact same time. Um, puppies. And I was trying to house train them. And there were so many times that I wanted to give up. You know, and just let somebody else have them. Let them be somebody else's problem. But I knew my kids were watching me. And what would I be teaching them if I just gave up and let somebody else do it? And it's, just, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of feel it's the same way with, you know, anything else in life. You know, don't teach your kids to give up. Teach them that, you know, you fight for it. Because now the, these dogs, I don't know what we would do without them. You know, and it's the same way with the family. I mean, they're part of our family, you know. So it, it you have to fight for all aspects of your family. Mm-hmm. Yep, 100% agree. First of all, cherish the moments you have with your father. I unfortunately lost my father last year, a week before Christmas. Very he sorry was, to hear that. Thank you. He was 75. Um, smoked like a chimney for 50 years and lived to be 75. So oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I give him some credit for that, but, uh, um, he was a tough old bird. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so my, my encouragement to you, man to man is to cherish those moments you have with him and, um, never let them go to waste. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's my first thing I would say to you. All right. Uh, second of all, um, what kind of dogs do you have, by the way? They're mutts. <laughs> they're mutts. Oh yeah. yeah, I got one that's uh, part German Shepherd and part Rottweiler, and then, oh, he's a big boy. Uh, yeah, she she she's a big girl. Son. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we call her our chunky girl. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a um, English Pointer um, Border Collie mix. Oh, we have a Border Collie mix too. He's he's Border Collie Yellow Lab, something like that. Okay, ourselves. Um, we call him Pickles. That's his nickname. <laughs> we call him Pickles. Yeah, he's he's a mutt too. So, does it have anything to do with Mister Pickles? No, it doesn't. We okay. were just my <laughs> wife and I. We were picking out names. His name is Tucker. Okay. Uh, his name is Tucker, but that was that was his nickname that stuck. We were going back between Tucker and Pickles, and so <laughs> I was like, "Well, we can call them both." So there you go. <laughs> so that's that's Pickles. Yeah, our chunky girl, as you call your dog. It's our little wiener dog. She's she's supposed to be a, a miniature weenie dog, but uh, mm-hmm. she's eighteen pounds. So <laughs> she's, oh, she's, she's a little chunky, chunky monkey, as we call her sometimes too. She's not so miniature then. No, no, <laughs> she's a handful. That's for sure. Oh yeah, and they're kids too in, in our house. You know, absolutely our other kids. Because my wife and I actually don't have children together. She has a daughter. I have a son. It, they're our kids though, you know, mm-hmm. there's no distinction or anything like that. And, uh, you know, they're, I call her my daughter. She's not my stepdaughter and you know, that's her son. That's not her stepson. So, you know, it, we're just one happy family here, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's nice that, um, because I have seen people in other, um, relationships where they do make that distinction and there is a separation in the family. I don't know if you've had to deal with any of your clients going through that to where there is, 
And to me, that would bother me a lot if somebody were to make that, okay, well, this is us over here, and then the, you guys are over here kind of thing. That all depends on age, I've discovered over uh-huh. the years of doing this. If the children are, say, teenagers, yes, then, you know, they're, they're not so, you know, okay, I'm your stepson or stepdaughter, right. you know, I'm, I'm 17, I'm 19, whatever years old. Yeah. I'm off to college, your stepmom. Right. Yeah. But when they're younger, I would say eight, 10 or younger, mm-hmm. then it's, they're usually either legally or verbally adopted by, yeah, by the, the, the other spouse. I've, right. But like I say, I've, I've noticed that it depends on the age of the children and that. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my son was five and my daughter was six when we met. So, yep. That falls right into line. Exactly what I was saying. So yeah, it all depends on the family dynamics. And that's one of the things that makes my career interesting is it's not always so cut and dry. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of different aspects to human relationships and psychology mm-hmm. that I find very interesting. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of challenges and a lot of, a lot of different dynamics that I face, you know, every Every week. I mean, I, I meet with clients nearly every day, several days a week. And there's different challenges. And, you know, I, I have to keep, you know, very detailed notes on <laughs> on my clients when I meet with them. Uh, I do everything virtually, by the way. Okay. So, so I meet with them, you know, video calls. And I tell all of them, like, we have to do video calls. I want you to see my face. I want to see your face. I want you to see my expression. And I apologize to all of them and say that you get to see my ugly mug <laughs> on a weekly basis. Um, so they they don't always see it, but you know I might be, you know, uh, you know taking notes and detailed notes of of the conversation because there's so many dynamics that I have to either remember or refer to with all of my clients. Mm-hmm. And like I say, that's one of the things that that. Uh, makes my career choice very interesting to me. <laughs> Some people don't like that. They're like, you know what? I just like a routine. I like it simple. And if I'm, if you're a plumber, I, I just need to know plumbing and that's it. You know, go home and have a beer and watch sports. Like, cool. If you want to do that, that's, that's awesome. Good for you. More power to you. Nothing wrong with that. No. It's just, you know, what do you prefer in life? I prefer the challenge and, and having multiple obstacles and challenges that I, I have to face on a daily basis. It makes life worth living. It's, it's, experiencing the experience that Mm -hmm. life has to offer. Right. So I was going to say that um, one thing that you, you brought this up a minute ago. um, And this is one of the reasons why I actually reached out to you and your team is because that is one thing I noticed. You did seem very down to earth. You put it in very plain terms. This is what your wife deserves a man who will do these things. You know, and you kind of gave those, it, it was almost like absolutes, like she deserves somebody who can be a man for her, you know, and I liked that. And I was like, hmm, that caught my attention because it was very down to earth. It wasn't sugar coated or anything. But it goes the other way too, Jared. Uh-huh. You deserve a woman that fulfills you as well. Right. Yes. So, so I, I don't want your listeners to think that all oh, you need to sacrifice everything that you are, and and give up all your morals and ethics just to make her happy. Like, no. Right. No, not at all. Yeah. Like, 
if you're going to renew a relationship and live the rest of your life with this 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 beautiful woman that that you married like this this must never be an issue where you give up your morals and your ethics like this is completely white hat 24 7 365 yeah all the time right like you two want and this is the biggest distinction i want you and and all of your listeners to understand like it's about you choosing and wanting to be together right like like love love is a choice Mm -hmm. like so so many people say oh love is is a feeling it is initially that's what brought you two together right that's what attracted you two together the you know that that love that that feeling of love and the, the the interest that you had in one another that brought you together yeah but it's a verb yes Love is a verb. I don't usually talk about this in public, so you're you're, you're pulling this out of me, Jared. So <laughs> good for you, man. Um, I talk about this inside my programs that that love is a verb. It's about acting. It's about doing. It's about being. Yeah. You have to be the man. Mm-hmm. Don't put on a show. So many men say, "I want to show my wife that I've made the changes." No bullshit. No, that's yeah. not what this is about. It's about being the man. In leading all the time. Because if you put on a show, what is a show? It's an act. Yeah, it's fake. It it ends exactly. It's fake. And if you put on a show, what happens when it ends? It gives your wife the excuse to say, I knew you were just pretending. Yeah. I knew you were lying to me. I knew you were just putting on a show. And then what happens to the relationship? It gets worse. It's two steps forward, ten steps back at that point. Mm You know what I mean? Yeah. And so many guys do that. So it's not about showing. It's about being. And in order to be, you have to act. And when you act, that's where you are choosing love and acting in order to foster the relationship. And no, it's not something you do once or twice or three times. These are things that you do every single day in a relationship. Man, that kind of reminds me of something. I had a, I have a friend who is a, um, he helps people with like nutrition and with exercise and things like that. And this falls right in line with that. He said that he doesn't like the word diet because diet implies that it ends and that you go back to doing what you were doing before. And with this, it's kind of the same way. It has to become a lifestyle. It can't just be an act. Exactly. A lifestyle. Exactly. 100% spot on. I couldn't have said it better myself. Maybe I should come help you out then. <laughs> yeah, come on over. I'll add you to my board of directors. We'll have a, we'll consult you every week. <laughs> Got a spot on the board for you. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I'm glad to know that my marketing director is doing his his uh, his work well because obviously my ad attracted you and we we were able to connect. That, that actually, I didn't know that's how we met. I didn't know how you how you found me or, or how you were uh, able to. Yeah. Connect with me, but I saw that you uh, sent an email, mm-hmm. you know, my someone on my support team messaged me and said, Hey, you should take this, you know, take a look at this. You have another, another podcast request. I was like, okay, I'll take a look at it. <laughs> so I poked at it, you know, a little bit and I said, all right, yeah, it sounds awesome. I love it. So I love your mission. I, and uh, thought I'd re- respond and here we are. I'm, I'm really glad that you did. You know, I, I, I sent that out and I was like, there have been other ones that I've sent out and 
Never crickets you never hear back right exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah and so whenever he responded i even told my wife i was like he actually said something back so i was i was very excited you know <laughs> and i had talked about it she was actually excited about you coming on too because i have had a very wrestling centric show i've had a lot of them on but majority of um people that listen usually listen to wrestling and stuff like that or they watch it so that's mm-hmm. been my major thing but i've been trying to expand and do other things that are outside of that i don't want to be just one show one type of subject you know i want all things on here and i feel that it doesn't always have to just be entertainment side i want value to the show and i feel that bringing you on here brings value to the show and so i am very thankful that you you know, got back to me and I was able to bring you on the show. Well, I, I appreciate that very much, Jared. And that, you know, that's something that, that, you know, what you said there reminds me of something that um, so many men get distracted with. Mm-hmm. And that is entertainment. They just, they just want to be entertained. Right. You know, that's, dare I say, the main focus of social media is to distract you, to entertain you. Mm-hmm. And, when you are just entertained, there's no substance to life. Right. There's there's just not that much excitement, you know, long term. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why we live in a gener- in, you know, in a world and our generation is so addicted to like, I want it now. Like that's I find that a lot with clients too. I'm like, you have to endure the suck and exercise discipline and what I refer to as the dreaded P word. Any idea what the dreaded P word is, Jared? Patience. Exactly. Nailed it square on the head. Patience. <laughs> you have to be patient and let life unfold. Yeah. Because so many people, they, they just want that instant gratification. And they, they love the entertainment that the world has to offer them. Right. But at the same time, my argument personally and professionally is if you're just entertained, you're not growing, you're not advancing, you're staying stagnant, life gets stale the marriage gets stale because you're not, you're not exercising, you know, and shout out to Tony Robbins. And for those of you who follow him, shout out to Tony Robbins. You have the, the six, um, what help me out here, Jared It's the six, six Uh, needs of life or something like that. And one of them, I can't remember the, the term that Tony Robbins uses, but one of them is to have variety. Six needs, six human needs. There we go. I just, there just go. thought of it. Six human needs. And uh, he's credited with, with coming up with this. And one of them is variety. And variety, yes, it could be entertainment, but can also be learning something new. Mm-hmm. And and adding that as, as part of the spice of life. You know, if you're going to learn something new, so many men, they don't have challenging challenging hobbies or subjects. Yeah. Right. They, they, they're just boring. They're, you know, I'm going to watch sports. That's my hobby. I'm like, okay, that's cool. No, you know, no judgment on my part. Right. But if you want variety and, and, you know, excitement in, in life, in your marriage, if you and your wife enjoy that, great, more power to you. Amen. Hats off to you. Mm-hmm. But some guys don't want that. They want more spice to life and they, and they're, they, they want new challenges and they don't have uh, challenging hobbies that keep them on their toes. Right. They don't have things that will bring that excitement to life. Because if you have a hobby, this is just an example. There's multiple other things in life that 
you know, that can be exciting too. But if you don't have a challenging hobby or something that really excites you, really gets your energy going and your blood flowing, well, guess what? Your wife is going to notice that, right? Yes. You know, I've, I've got a couple of hobbies. One of them is uh, sports cars. You know, I've got a, a C3 Pro Street Corvette out in the, the you know, one of my garages right now. Oh. And you know what? My wife doesn't really love cars. She's like, you drive like a maniac in those cars. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> they're meant to go fast, right? And they're loud exactly. and they're, they're obnoxious and it rattles the windows when it idles, right? Uh-huh. But she loves the fact that I love that stuff. Yes. And that's part of the glue that brings our relationship together because I get excited like, oh, new engine or or I, I bought a new new goodie to go on my car to make it louder or faster or whatever the case may be. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I get excited about that kind of thing. She just kind of rolls her eyes, but then when I put it on the car or have it installed by a shop or whatever, you know, I, I get excited. Then she can't help but be excited by that as well. Right? right. And so that adds a little bit of variety and spice to life. And, and then we can take the car, we can go out on dates or, you know, go, we live about about 40 minutes from the beach so we can go out to the beach and cruise and you know that kind of thing it's so it's something that we can do together to a certain extent but add some variety and spice to life and that again is is something it's a hobby it's something that i love to do she she loves the fact that i love it but it also gives us the ability to spend time together and that's just part of the excitement of life if that's part of the experience, the experience that life has to offer. Yeah. Live it, breathe it, feel it, be it. Yeah. That's where the joy is found. So we're about to come to a close on this. And I want to make sure that. There, Already? Oh, man. It, yeah, I know. This went by really <laughs> quick. So, um, it, but I want to make sure that there is a chance for you to be able to tell where people can. Uh, reach out to you where they can follow you on social media if they need to get a hold of you if they'd like to use your services how can they do that ah uh, yes the uh, the shameless plug i can definitely do that <laughs> <laughs> thank you for offering that opportunity yeah, yeah i've got a few things for your listeners okay. um i all i wrote a an ebook it's around 170 pages or so and uh, it's 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 a book that i authored i authored every every word of the book myself i didn't hire anybody to do it so it's it's spoken from my personality and from my point of view and it's about challenging yourself as a man husband and father and and giving you the ability to say hey i can step up in life with confidence and, and lead my family lead my life and make confident decisions and so if you guys want to check that out i offer it for free you can go to my website it's men's marriage mastery.com slash matrix just like the Keanu uh, Reeves movie. Okay. So mensmarriagemastery.com forward slash matrix. It's a, a free PDF download that your listeners can can grab. Okay. And for those of you who want to follow me on social media, um, my name's all over the place. It's on Google, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever social media platform out there. I, I don't manage all of them. I have uh, somebody on my team that handles most of that stuff. But uh, if you want to connect with me directly, the best place to do that is in my my uh, Men's Marriage Mastery Facebook group. It's a private group. You have to answer a few questions to get in. There's you know several thousand men in there. And the goal of the group is to, to give men not just the encouragement, but the tools and the mindset shifts that they need 
to improve themselves as a man, as a husband, and as a father. And I guide them. I have over 50 hours, five, zero, 50 hours of, of Facebook lives and trainings that I've done inside that, that private group. Wow. So I encourage your, your listeners to, you know, go on Facebook, just search that group men's marriage mastery and request access. All right. I, I do a weekly Facebook live. I often take those live videos and turn them into YouTube videos and whatnot. So um, you know, I'm, I'm all over the place. Just search my name and search men's marriage mastery. And well, if my team's doing their jobs well, then, uh, I shouldn't be too, uh, too difficult to find. <laughs> well, um, I, I loved all this man. And the thing is, I want to, I want to tell you this, uh, before I get you off of here, sure. I can tell that you have a passion for this and that makes all the difference in the world. It's not just something you came up with and you're like, yeah, this will work. And this is something you're passionate about. And that makes a big difference and it shows. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. This is not just a a money grab for me. You know, my, my choice of career is, is to help men renew their failing marriages. Like that's my tagline, help men renew their failing marriages while creating a meaningful legacy. And if I can do it, so can you. And I am more than happy to be on the forefront and lead the charge in order to do that. That's awesome. All right, man. Well, it's been great talking to you. And uh, maybe we'll get you to come back on here in the future. I would love it. Please do. I, would, I would, wouldn't hesitate for a second. All right, man. Well, you have a great night. You as well. Appreciate you, Jared. Thank you All so right. much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You are invited to join the ghosts, the banshees, the fairies, and demons run amok. We're all coming to October Pod's Halloween Potluck. You'll enjoy this ghastly crew. If your blood doesn't end up in the stew, we'll be baking a cake and raising some hell. Beware for heaven's sake. Because we've got ghost stories to tell at October Pods Halloween Potluck. Coming to YouTube on Tuesday, October 11th. Get a special preview by listening to our companion podcast, October Pod AM, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or find all our links at OctoberPodVHS.com. October Pod. Retro Horror for bold individualists. All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Philip Douthit. That was a lot of fun for me, and I'm um, really glad that I was able to get him on the show. Um, so I have a few changes that are actually coming up for some shows over the next few weeks. So I was supposed to have Toxic Masculinity, the Johnnies in-house recording with me. They had some uh, issues that came up here recently to where they're not able to be here. But next week I do have with me on the line, I have Sam Stackhouse. He is a wrestler of Game Changer Wrestling. Some of you might know him from being, uh, he's been viral on the internet a few times for uh, some things that he's done in wrestling so you might know him from that but i am really excited to have him on next week 
So then the week following that, I have on Red James. He is a great guy I've gotten to talk to quite a bit here recently, and I can't wait to bring him on the show. We're going to have a good time talking. Um, as you know, when I said last week, uh, he can get a rise out of people when it comes to uh, some of the things that he posts on his Facebook page, and I love it. I love seeing it, and I can't wait to see what he has to say on the show. The week following that, I actually have a musical guest, and that is Charlie Berry, who is going to be on the show. He is a country music singer. I've actually gotten to listen to quite a few of his songs, and I really like it. So is my wife. We actually sat there this morning and listened to a couple of his songs. This guy's brought to you by the same people who um, had me bring on Presley Tennant. So it should be a really good interview. And also on that week, I will be having a special episode coming out. Um, and I'm going to be having the mullet daddy himself, Johnny Cove on my podcast. Um, should be a really good time. I can't wait to have him on. So yeah, I've got some pretty cool episodes that are coming up and I can't wait to present them to you guys. It should be a blast. If you guys want to send me a message, you can do so by sending me an email and that's at giveadatapodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow me on social media if you would like to do so. That way you can see all the things that I have coming up. And I send out reminders and things like that on there. And you can follow me on Facebook, and that's at I-Y-G-A-D-A-P. Or you can just look up if you give a dad a podcast. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram, and that's at give a dad a podcast. Also, you can follow me on Twitter, and that's at dadpodcast11. Any of those places that you guys want to follow me, you can. I update them pretty regularly to uh, let you guys know what's going on with the show. Um, I look forward to bringing you guys more content. There's still a lot going on, and uh, I can't wait to tell you guys some of the things that are coming up here in the near future. Um, I'm pretty excited about it, and I feel that you guys will be too. If you're listening to this episode, give it a share. Give it a rating. Like it review it tell me what you think tell me what you like and tell me what you don't um if there's something that you would like me to talk about on the show let me know send me a line on any one of the socials or on my email um i look forward to talking to you guys and i can't wait to bring you guys more content so yeah uh, i'm gonna bring this show to a close i love you guys i hope you have a wonderful week and i will see you next time Bye. If you enjoyed our show, come back next week. Come on, guys. You know you want to come back. Might get some laughs. Could you keep it down in there?